0: Hello my friends and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host Paul White. It's the third day of June. It's a Saturday and Saturday's the day we tell you about our Sunday sermon release and that comes out tomorrow. Wherever you get your podcast you can listen to the audio version of a sermon we titled The Ascended Christ. This is a message that we preached on Ascension weekend. Well the Ascension is actually celebrated in the middle of the week, but that was the next Sunday, and I was preaching at the Tabernacle of Hope in Westminster, South Carolina, and so I preached Ascension. Um, I did so because it's the Sunday before Pentecost, so it's the great event on the Christian calendar in front of the culminating event of the gospel story, really the gospel story stretching on the Christian calendar from Advent all the way up until Pentecost, and then you sort of enter common time, kind of a downtime as you head into the summer months here in the U.S. Um, so I, I really I didn't want to miss the opportunity, and and come to find out when I preached the Ascended Christ, um, I found out from that congregation and then others that I've talked to about that service or sermon since that not very many people hear sermons on the Ascension. Um, and I opened with the thought that I'm going to project that maybe not a half a dozen sermons could collectively fill the, the if everybody in this room. I think I said something like this when I started. If everybody in this room counted up the number of sermons we've heard on the Ascension, we might not come up with a half a dozen. After I talked to everybody, I'm not sure we could come up with one. Now... I don't know if that's a reflection of the fact that we don't preach the lectionary much or just that we haven't really concentrated on what is one of the great moments in the life and ministry of Jesus. In fact, the ascension is such an essential part of the gospel that it I don't know that you really can understand his enthronement without it. And it's also the place from which Pentecost occurs is that throne, which then brings that throne into the hearts and lives of the people of God. This is a message I think you'll enjoy. It's taken from the last chapter of Luke. And then it heads on into some Paul from the book of Ephesians uh, about sitting with him in heavenly places. But this is a sermon that is exactly what it sounds like. A message about the ascension of Jesus and what the ascended Christ means for us. Wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to it tomorrow. If you like to watch the video, we had video running. So you can see and hear it at our YouTube page, PWM. Or to make it really simple, just go to our website, paulwhiteministries.com. We put the newest release up at the top of the page uh, every Sunday. And so go check it out. The Ascended Christ. Mark chapter 10, verse 13 is where we are in our journey through the gospel of Mark. So let me spend a couple of minutes here talking about the moment that Jesus blesses little children. Then they brought little children to him that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them, but when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. I'm going to pause there in the middle of the Jesus speech and give this observation. When you, It might be easy to forget this because we slowed down for about two weeks and dealt with the offenses passage, the hell stuff. We did an essay on it. And then we've spent the last few days on Jesus' statements about marriage and divorce. What you might forget is that back in the middle of chapter 9, the thing that got that whole argument started was Jesus took a child and set the child in the middle of them and said, whoever receives one of these little children of my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. And I told you then, and I want to repeat it now, that when Jesus chooses a child... In their culture, they are choosing the lowest of the low. It's our culture, and in the last 200 plus years, that have elevated the social status of children. Now, part of the reason for that elevation, maybe it's enlightenment that we just, we see them as more valuable, but it could also be because... Their odds of survival are higher in the last 130 years than they've ever been in the history of the world. I mean, there was a time that your odds of making it to age five were like one in two. Um, now, it's almost 100%. That's a turn that's, a term that's un, almost unfathomable, uncalculable. Um, it's also one of the reasons for population explosion is because we are so good at keeping people alive, particularly birthing babies and bringing children into the world. So we place high value on them. That's great. Why wouldn't we? I mean, if you ever had kids, you place high value on them, of course. In the Society of Jesus' day, the value of a child was, was lesser than we can imagine, not because they lived, because their birth rates weren't any good either, but because the economy of that day demanded that every, two, every set of hands in the house was working. So, really, children were the, the lowest end of the totem pole. They brought the least income in financially. They consumed an enormous amount. And therefore, societally, they were considered sort of, I like what Robert Capon says, they were life's little losers. When Jesus takes a child and sets him in the midst and then says, You gotta, if you receive one of these in my name, he's saying, If you'll receive the thing that can do the least for you in my name, the thing that consumes the most and offers less in return in my name, you receive me. So don't wait around on receiving the best. Start by receiving the lowest. Now, take that. And insert that idea into Mark 10, 13. They brought little children to him that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. And notice they don't rebuke the children because they just had a sermon on not causing a little one to stumble. But their sensitivity to this issue is so great that they cannot allow themselves to simply let these kids come to Jesus. So they rebuke the people that brought them. Jesus just told them, don't offend the little one. So they try and end around, well, instead of offending the little one, let's just offend the parents. And Jesus isn't going to stand for that either. Let the little children come to me. Don't forbid them of such as the kingdom of God, which doesn't mean that the kingdom is made up of snotty nosed kids but that the kingdom consists of the lowest of the low. That's where it begins. All of those who, having stepped into their humility, stepped out of their pride, can understand the inheritance of the kingdom. Um, I'll get into Jesus' next statement tomorrow. It's a famous one from verse 15 about receiving the the kingdom as a child. And those two go hand in hand. We're going to look at what that would mean. We'll do that tomorrow. See you then. God bless.